0: Welcome to the Gut Goddess Show, a podcast for women who are fed up of being tired, bloated and riding the hormonal roller coaster. This is for you if you're ready to create a better belly and gut health, balance your hormones and create a more peaceful, happier mind. I'm Kezia Hall, your host, holistic nutritionist, coach, mom to young kids, trauma thriver, science and holistic geek. And this show explores my three-part methodology, the three S for feeling good, food, feelings and function. So if you're ready to create pain-free periods or ditch the toilet, food and IBS drama and just create a normal, joyful relationship with your body and with the food that you eat without overwhelm, restriction or crazy health obsession, this is the podcast for you and I am so glad that you are here. Let's get started with today's episode. Today, we are talking about why your health is a radical revolution and why potentially it is feeling hard to change your habits, to change your routines, to create healthy change that actually lasts and sticks. And it's not because you lack self-control. It's not because you're useless or a failure or just, I don't know, have lack of discipline. It's probably something much deeper and more systemic than that. And that is what we... going through in this week's podcast. So get ready to feel inspired, motivated. This also might trigger off some slight righteous rage, which is all okay. So, you know, you might need to feel some feelings after this, but I really hope that this inspires you to have more compassion on yourself because I think when you are kind and compassionate to yourself, this is kind of what really makes me different as a holistic nutritionist. This isn't about like, do this plan and work harder. It's really about you understanding what's going on in your body in a really holistic sense and then having compassion because you have that understanding and that is what allows you to take aligned strategic and consistent action. That's why my clients see incredible results and I want to share that with you today. Okay. So I hope I hope you're ready. I hope you're ready to be inspired. Otherwise we are in November. Woo happy November. This is exciting. I am um, I'm feeling excited for the end of the year. I feel like Things are changing, and and you know Halloween is out the way, and this means yes, we're on the run up to Christmas. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. Yep. some of you will hate me. I am. I love. I love Christmas. And now my children are all a bit older, so they are all going to be insanely excited about Christmas with me. So, all in all, <laughs> if you if you don't if you are, don't want any festive cheer then maybe don't listen to this podcast for the next like two months. No, I'll, I'll not go too overboard. Um, so that is very exciting. And there as yeah, and I've just been kind of chipping away. There's some been some big life stuff happening behind the scenes, which maybe I'll give you an update on at some point, or I'll maybe put it in my newsletter. So if you don't get my emails, make sure you get your, my emails from me at keziahall.com forward slash join. Because um, I'm probably going to start to share more private, personal stuff via email than necessarily um, on the podcast or on social media. So that would be a great place to go there. Otherwise, I think that's literally all my updates. I can't think of any other updates for you other than I made toffee apples at the weekend. Actually, I tried that. And if I if I was on the Great British Bake Off, I think I would have got kicked out. They were, it was, you know, it was fine. My toffee making skills were poor. Uh, Mary Berry, even though she's not on the show anymore, wouldn't be impressed. But I gave it a go, you know, so there you go. my exciting life update. But in terms of work, I have some very exciting things I've been working on. So all through November, I I have three spaces to take on new clients to work with me. Either get started in November or we can get started in the new year, whatever works for you. And when you sign up to work with me, you get two incredible things. Number one, you will get to lock in my current pricing. My prices are going to go up in 2024 by about 20% for my main program, The Well Woman Accelerator. And so you'll get to lock in those prices, even if we don't get started until February, January next year, you will get to pay a deposit and then get to like lock in that payment, that lower investment. And there'll be payment plans, all sorts of things. So that's number one. And number two, if you sign up in November to work with me, you will get to come to the shift retreat for free. Yes, for free. Isn't that awesome? I'm so excited about this. Um, The shift retreat is so powerful. It's a detox, yoga and meditation retreat in a beautiful Scottish estate overlooking the sea. We do yoga. I make you hot chocolate. I make all your food. We do meditation, journaling. You get to rest, be looked after and nourished. So you get that for free. Along with my normal four-month program. So it works out as basically this really in-depth five-month program. And you basically are saving one and a half thousand pounds in order to do that. Plus getting in at the pricing before my price increases. So this is an incredible deal. There's three spaces available and you need to sign up by the 30th of November. So if you're interested, if you want to know more, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while and you're struggling to do things on your own and you've been on the fence and you really want it but you're not sure and you love the idea of the retreat and you love the idea of working with me but it all just feels a bit overwhelming, sign up and do this. This is an incredible offer. I don't know if I'll do it again or if I do do it again, it'll cost uh, a lot more. So if you are interested at all, keziahole.com forward slash book, doesn't commit you to anything, it just means we can have a chat. Honestly, I just ask you a couple of questions, I let you know, you go away and decide. There's these are really chilled calls, and I would love to chat with you. So kezyhall.com forward slash book, you can find out if it's the right fit, and then you would pay a deposit, and then we can get started. And the retreat is in March 2024. And I'm also hoping to run an additional one in September, October if there's enough space, like enough people signing up. So three spaces available, save one and a half grand if you sign up in November, come to the retreat for free, lock in my current pricing. I mean, it's really, I'm just saying it all out loud. I'm like, this is great. I feel really excited about it, but I'm really happy to offer this to you. Three spaces. So kettyhall.com forward book and let's go on with the show. So this episode is going to fire you up. I was going to say pump you up, but it sounds like we're not doing aerobics here. Don't worry. Don't worry. No aerobics. Although, complete side note, I have always thought about becoming like some sort of exercise instructor. Probably will become a yoga teacher at some point when I can find the time to do the training. Um, side note, I think I'd be a good exercise instructor. Don't you think? Like, Give me 20. Go. Go. Anyway, that's not what I'm talking about today. But what I am talking about is going to inspire you, motivate motivate you and hopefully help you go oh this is why this can feel hard. This is why it feels sticky. This is maybe why I've not made progress. This is why these symptoms are still persisting 10 years, 5 years, 20 years later. This is why my healthy habits and all my good intentions don't stick. This is why, even though I really want something, I really desire to create this change in my life, I really struggle to. And hopefully this episode is going to help you to have so much more compassion on yourself, so much more understanding, because you will understand what is going on. One of the driving factors that is more psychological and cultural. You know, I talk a lot about in the podcast about root causes and parasites and SIBO and estrogen imbalances and all of these kind of cool things, which are root causes as well, but there's other more socio-economic, psychological root causes that play a role as well, and we have to talk about those. So it's really, really important that you know that your health is a radical revolution. Now, I'm going to explain what I mean by this, but when you can understand this concept and let this idea sink in and chew on it and, and, you know, create and have your own thoughts about it, see what fits with you as with everything in this podcast, you know, take what's helpful, leave what's not. But it's really helpful when I've realized this and when I think about it, I am just able to take action from a place that is really aligned, but also really compassionate, that's really kind, instead of trying to force hustle or push myself into health. I'm like, right, if I just remove all these foods and try really hard and get obsessed with food and just blah and get really stressed and blah, then I'll feel better. No, you won't. Beating yourself up, criticizing or bullying yourself into transformation does not work. You will create change when you create compassion for yourself, when you can actually establish some respect and love for where you are right now, knowing That you can create change and are headed in the direction of what you want. This is why my work with my clients is so powerful. The very act of people signing up to work with me is almost them investing their finances and time and expectation in that compassion for themselves. They're saying, I respect and love myself so much. I am going to get the support. I'm going to get the help and the insight to help me walk through this journey. I'm not going to bully myself. I'm not going to do it alone. I'm not going to try and criticize myself. I'm going to be coached and and, and supported through this, this process. And that's such an act of kindness. And I know obviously, you know, different people have different finances and working with me is an investment. So this isn't to say like, if you don't work with me and you don't love yourself. No, <laughs> I get maths, you know, numbers is a thing in our current world is how we do things. But it is a really helpful when I'm looking at clients and working with them, and I just see the more compassion, the more respect, and the more understanding that they have. I was going with, through a client's test results this week. She'd gone through all the normal conventional avenues, which I highly recommend you do. But just ha- they had come up short. There was no more help, no more solutions for her. She has um, chronic fatigue, a lot of pain, a lot of issues going on. Post COVID, uh, long COVID. Sorry, like just just all the things. <laughs> You don't want she has had going on and we're going through her test results and she was actually it was so helpful for her to understand what was going on in her body and that so that she could actually a know what action to take and obviously I guide her through that you know making protocols and making plans of action based on her test results but also she could like let herself off the hook a, a bit she didn't need to be thinking am I just lazy am I just a wuss? Am I just a hypochondriac? Am I, am I maybe just really anxious? Like, am I just un, uncapable? Am I weak? Am I, and no, she, she's none of those things. When I looked at her test result, it was really clear why she felt awful. Like it made so much sense. And so understanding why you feel the way that you feel is really important. And we do that through lab tests. We do that through looking and gathering and, organizing and categorizing data, which is what I do with my clients. But we can also do that by looking at the wider context and looking at kind of how women's health has evolved and how the context for you and your body and your symptoms and your health issues. So your health being a radical revolution. And and I say that because I really do believe that. And I think it is the case for so many reasons. So if we look, just do a bit of history in terms of women's bodies for many, many, many hundreds of years, women were property and ownership of other people. That's what marriage originally was: was when a woman would be then transfer ownership from a father to another male figure. And she had, you know, no rights, no say, they were there her property. So a woman's body wasn't her own. You know, there was no such thing as marital rape until I think it was the 80s. Like there was no, it was it was a weird concept before then of like, what? A woman? What? But you're married. So obviously you're mine. Like there's, we've not had a lot of ownership. Now this is, you know, many, you know, this is, would be your ancestors many, 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 many years back, but that has gone on for a very long time. And we know that that impacts, our um, genetics and our biology through the area of science called epigenetics, which is a fascinating area, which I'm not diving into here. So we have that history, and and that is the, the where we have come from, and it's really important that we understand where we have come from because it helps us to understand today. So you, your health is radical. Your you caring, investing, and cultivating your health is a radical revolution, because. Your, you having ownership and sovereignty over your body is a radical thing. It's a recent thing. It's a modern thing. My great-grandma didn't necessarily have that. Your great-grandma probably didn't necessarily have that. We're not talking like that long ago. And it's also gone on for many, many, many years. So the, around women's body, we've not had that sovereignty of choice. So our bodies have been other people's properties and other people would have a say. If you look at kind of, you know, medicine... And, and women many years ago, you know, hist- like women being hysteria was a medical diagnosis when actually maybe what was going on was hormonal issues, thyroid issues, these kinds of things. Uh, but there's such a, um, there has been such a, what am I trying to say, discrimination and like fobbing off around women's health historically. And even if you look in data, even more recent data, there's so many health issues where our um, medical uh, treatment plans are based on the data and research done on male bodies. Again, the assumption that male bodies are the main body of the human race and therefore we just kind of all pivot and dance around them. Of course, women's bodies are just basically like small men's. No, they're not. Surprise, we have different DNA. Shocker. (laughs) You know, it's not the same, but we just see it in so many different avenues. So when you are thinking about... Um, trying to change your health and maybe you really know what you want to do you want to sort out your IBS you want to balance your hormones get rid of the heavy periods and maybe lose some weight but no matter what you do it feels really hard and you beat yourself up because you maybe know what to do because hey listen to this podcast you've got some idea but you can't seem to make it stick and you just think it's because you're weak or have no self-control or just a bit useless or just a, I don't know all this other stuff no it's probably not it's because this is the context that you are trying to change things you are trying to do something. Something totally radical and kind of weighed yourself out of these generations upon generations of muck for want of a better phrase you are trying to say hey no my body does matter my health does matter i deserve to feel good i get to um i have sovereignty i have choice i own this body. This body is a temple and it is mine. And I want to cultivate that. I want to look after it as best as I can based on my unique circumstances. So it is a really radical thing. It is a revolution. It's something that I even think about my own ancestry and I think about my grandma and I never knew my great grandma, but you know, just the bits of passing that, you know, even if I think about my grandma, who I did know, you know, there was, there was obviously, that was more recent, so there was more, you know, she could have a bank account in her own name, and she could, you know, in the 80s, you could have a mortgage in your own name, something like that, anyway, there was certain things in place, but for a lot of her life, that wasn't the case, and um, there she had, you know, lots of miscarriages, and lots of stuff went on that it's, I just don't think she had a lot of choice over, you know, and you do. You have choice. Isn't that incredible? And I, that gives me so much hope. I have two girls that are twins. They're now two years old. And I look at them and I'm like, oh, this is so exciting. You hopefully just aren't going to inherit as much of this crap. <laughs> you know where? Of course you're going to know your body matters. Of course you're going to like care about health. Of course they're going to know about their periods because I'm going to tell them about it. Of course they're not going to be ashamed of the fact that they bleed. Why would you be ashamed of the very thing that creates humanity and life on Earth? Like so skewed. So weird. So, you deciding to invest, you deciding to make change, you deciding to get support, you deciding to, um, create the health that you really want. And I don't mean create perfection. It's really important. Sometimes when I'm talking about getting healthy, like it would be easy for you to assume that when I'm talking about this, it's like, well, Kezia's is just in perfect health and everything's perfect and the goal is perfection. No, you might have a whole list of diagnoses and medications and things going on that are really real and we're not going to bypass those. It's about you being as well and as healthy as you can be in this body, in this time and in this place. And I know that there's so much you can do to feel better. No matter where you are, you might be on lots of different medications and have a lot of serious diagnoses going on. I know that you can feel better than you do right now. And and even if those things don't necessarily miraculously go away, maybe they will, maybe they won't, you can still feel better. So your health is not about your perfection. Your health is about you feeling good regularly. It's about you feeling ownership and sovereignty of your body. It's about you knowing your body, just knowing, because some of this stuff, like, it's just, like, basic foundations we never got taught, like, about your periods, I, there's so many clients I work with that just don't know about their periods, they don't know even why they are bleeding, or what hormones go on, or the four different parts of their cycle, or what actually is ovulation, and why we do it, and, and that's fine, but we never have been taught that, you know, we never got taught about how to eat well, we got taught dieting, and thinness, and, Ugh, all of that sort of stuff. So this is probably why it's difficult. So we've got our history. So I am interrupting myself to ask you a couple of very important questions. Do you want to feel really good in your body? Light, bright and well, with steady energy, stable mood, glowy skin and zero drama around your relationship with food and your body. And maybe you know a lot, like you're listening to this podcast, you probably know more than most people, but maybe you're still struggling to see things actually change and shift. Your healthy habits maybe don't stick very well, or even when you're trying really hard and doing these really restrictive things, your symptoms are still persistent. If that's you, well, number one, I'm sorry you're struggling. I've been there and I know how hard it can be. And secondly, I would really love to help you. Right now, I have an incredible offer where you can come and work with me at my current pricing because my prices are going to increase in 2024 and you will get a free, yes, a free place at my shift retreat in 2024. So if you are looking for that ongoing support, accountability, guidance, gathering of personalized data so that you can have a strategy that you know will work along with the coaching, the mindset and the emotional support and the luxury in-person experience with me, where I will literally cook for you and look after you all weekend. I mean, doesn't that just sound so dreamy? Then now is the time to sign up. Throughout November, if you sign up to work with me in my main signature program, the Well Woman Accelerator, you will get a free place at the shift retreat in March next year, or in the second one that I run in September or October. You can pick either one. So that's a saving of one and a half thousand pounds. Plus you will lock in at my current pricing before my prices go up. The investment to work with me goes up in um, 2024. So this is an incredible deal. There are only three spaces available You can sign up anytime before November 30th and if you want to know more, find out more and explore if this is a good option for you, go to kesiahall.com forward slash book. This will be your free Zoom call, no pressure, doesn't commit to anything but we can just chat through and then you can get all the information and figure out what's going to be the best decision for you. But book that call now, literally pause this podcast, run over, book it in, it will take you two minutes so that we can chat it through. I would love to work with you and I know that this unique blend of science and support and coaching and personalized strategy and in-person retreat experiences is an incredibly magical blend that is going to give you the results that you've been trying to create on your own. I know that you can feel better in the next Four months. I know that you can make more progress over the next couple of months than you've made in the last couple of years. So kezihall.com forward slash book. I would love to give you a free place on the shift retreat. I would love to spend time with you and help you. So hopefully we we'll chat to you soon. Let's get back to the podcast. So we've got our history, you know, we've got the lack of research, we've got the um the laws that were in place, or the lack of protection and the lack of sovereignty over women's bodies, which is the context of where we're at now. So when you decide I am going to make choice. I'm going to invest money. I'm going to be here. You can see why that's a really radical thing. Like if we, if I think about my great grandma probably looking at me now, she'd be like, whoa, go Kezia. <laughs> look at you, you know, not being ashamed of your period. Look at you deciding when you want to have kids or not. Like, look at you. Like, so that's one thing, Was history. Then we have the twisted world." of dieting because we have this history and then we have this lack of research and then we basically women's body is basically told your body is for other people therefore you should be thin if your body is not yours then we get to decide what your body should look like and be like and we're going to decide essentially your body should be like thin and blonde and white and the whole cultural racist white privilege aspect of it is a whole other conversation but it, it is it is it is a seeped into dieting culture for sure so there's dieting. So chances are you've not been taught, you've been taught to be ashamed to a period. You have this cold context where you don't have rights and laws around your body. Your, your body has been property for other people. This is where we're coming through in this generation, no matter what age you are, like, this is what we're coming out of. But the only thing you have been told about food and have been told about quote unquote health is dieting and thinness. So you'd have no other information other than you need to be thin at no matter the cost and through dieting being um, a very profitable industry because it doesn't work, if that makes sense. So you make a lot of money on dieting because we know statistically when you go on a diet, it will last, excuse me, for a little while and then it won't work. And then you'll come back. So if you pay for a dieting club, you might lose some weight for a couple of months. Then you'll gain, stop, gain weight, go back to the club, pay the money again. It won't work. You'll stop, lose weight. You know, if you're constantly yo-yoing your weight and part of a dieting thing, culture and paying, then you'll constantly be paying, if that makes sense, because it won't work. So it's, it's a good way of making money but it's not about health and it is twisted women's relationships with their food and with their body and that's kind of like the only information so many women have is like be thin <laughs> you know like you will get healthy if you get thin I mean you might do but that's not always the case you know health isn't just about being thin it's like in fact I, to say, I mean my clients do lose weight right they do it's just part of it like so when you reduce inflammation in the body. When you change your relationship with food, you will lose weight if you need to. But it's not like the main thing because health is so much more than that. It's about how you feel. But we have been brainwashed into thinking that you will feel that that your health is based on your thinness and that uh, that the only control we have is our control around food and eating less and exercising more and dieting and restriction. It's just so twisted. So when you, again, suddenly decide, right, I'm going to do some of these things because he said, I'm going to have a healthy relationship with food. I'm going to eat whole foods. I'm going to figure out my food intolerances. I'm going to have this very data driven approach, but with a lot of kindness, it can feel really hard because potentially like me, you've been indoctrinated with this dieting mindset since you were age 11. You know, I joined my first dieting club at age 11. I went to Slimming World here in the UK. I think, I think it still exists. Pretty sure it does. And you know, where you go and you get publicly weighed in and they were really lovely. There was no the group I went to, there wasn't a lot of like shaming involved or anything like that. It was actually the person, the lady who led it was really lovely, and they did have a like child program, if that makes sense. So I obviously did eat slightly differently, but it was lots of counting of sins. Isn't that funny? Food is sinful. Anyway, but historically it would be, anyway, if you think about like puritanical culture and all of these other things. Um, so I'd count sins, I'd weigh my bread, I'd eat low fat, I would count up all these things um, and I saw, I was just part of that culture, there was some good bits, there were some really unhealthy aspects to it, so I have had to learn, that was the education I had around health, was dieting and so I've had to unlearn that and I, I really went deep in unlearning that way, but so going back to uni and um, doing my nutritional science and practice postgraduate, so but dieting, as chances are that's the tool you've been given. You've been told, go build this house that is health, this beautiful thing that is health. And here you go, here's a spoon to do it. Why have you failed? Why are you failing? Why are you so fat? You, why have you failed to do this? Why haven't you built this house? We've given you a spoon. And you're like, I can't build a friggin' house with a spoon. You know, it's this, it's so, it's just so set up for you to fail. So when you decide, right, I'm going to do something about it. I'm going to change the way that I eat. I'm going to maybe invest to it with me, invest to it with someone else. Just get the family on board, get support, make some change, start buying organic broccoli or organic cucumbers, whatever it is. It can feel really difficult because again, we've just kind of been told to focus on dieting or the tools that we've been given aren't adequate for the job. Because health is a radical revolution because your health is because your health is such a powerful resource you being well and as well as you can be again not perfection but you being as well as woke woken up as awake vibrant radiant energized stable resilient strong whatever word as you can be personally uniquely is a resource and gift to the world it is a resource for your family. It's a resource for your career. It's a resource for your income. It's a resource for any impact you want to do, any social justice you want to do. Anything you want to do is based on this, you cultivating this resource that is health. Because having been sick various times in my life, even just more recently when I was pregnant with um, the twins and I had hyperemesis and I literally for many months lay in a dark room in my bed. I would get up to go to the toilet That was kind of, I think I showered maybe once a week. That was the extent because I was so, so sick. And again, that was obviously pregnancy related. So there's a very clear, it's a slightly different thing to what most of you are experiencing here. But that was when I realized, oh my goodness, like I knew that would end once I stopped being pregnant with twins. Once I stopped having three brains and six kidneys inside my body. I mean, it makes sense why I felt awful. But... I knew that would change, but it did make me realize, oh my goodness, my health is such a resource. I'm so grateful that I have invested the time and energy and money to really cultivate this resource because now it means it invests and it flows into other resources. It it allows me to run a business that supports my family, it allows me to work for a charity and, and I have impact. It allows me to you know, allowed me to have children because I, I knew my hormones were all a bit wonky and all over the place. And I knew I didn't have the energy to, to parent. Well, you know, if you're struggling, if anyone's got chronic fatigue and you've not had kids, you're like, I can't function alone. I'm so exhausted alone. How am I going to do this with kids? Right? So I had to do that. And, you, and I realized that our health is such an incredible resource. And we don't often think about that. We think about resources being time and money, but your health is a really powerful resource that allows you to create more time and allows you to create more money. For me, as I've really prioritized my health as the first foundation, it has allowed the other things to flourish a bit more. So your health is radical. It's a radical revolution because it's a really valuable resource that often gets undermined and forgotten about. And the final thing of why this is probably so radical for you and why it can maybe feel so hard is that as women actually, hopefully now you have more means. You have more economic power. You know, it was not that long ago that women couldn't have bank accounts. We didn't have our own money. We weren't able to work because there wasn't childcare options. That wasn't the culture. That wasn't, you know, and I'm not saying that working is like, that's not what everybody wants to do and that's totally fine. But hopefully whether you work or not, you have access to your own money you have your own bank account and again that's a new thing having your own money like I say new but you know within the last tens of years it's pretty radical like I know my grandma even as she died she didn't have that much financial ownership and I'm pretty sure that's probably why she stayed in a really abusive marriage is that she didn't have that resourcing And hopefully, I know that still goes on today because women and resources and having kids and all of these kind of things can make that really challenging for sure. But we we it's a different situation. But that does mean that you then say thinking of working with me or somebody else or whatever it is, or just you're thinking of investing in something that feels uncomfortable. But you know you need things to change, and if you want things to change, then you need to get out of your comfort zone, and it probably involves you doing something uncomfortable. So you're thinking about it, but it probably feels you might want to be sick you might have loads of resistance you might be like oh i really want to do this but this feels terrible and you're like but i really want to do it but this feels terrible and then you maybe take that as a sign that you shouldn't do it it's actually maybe i'm just going to offer this as an idea it might be because that is your your it's radical what you're doing it's new for your brain it's new for your body that a you have access you have the means you have um the resources to invest, to make the investment, to decide what you need and go for it. You're not hopefully, you might chat through with partners and that's totally fine. I always chat through big investments with my husband. Um, but you're not asking people's permission, or well, I hope you're not asking people's permission. You, you know, it's not, there's, there's means there. And that's a new, newish thing. So it's okay if it sometimes feels hard because we're used to, asking for money. Like, you know, typically you would, your role, especially if you had family would be as the homemaker and housewife. And so historically you would get your allowance from your husband to make food and whatever. And hopefully, you know, that could be done in a really lovely, beautiful, egalitarian, equal way. And it could also be done in a really abusive way that I've seen in my family and with my older, um, grandparents where, you know, it's, this is your allowance for the food to buy the uniforms to do the kids. There was no real ownership there of like, I really want to invest in there. And maybe in a healthy relationship there would be, you know, and, but it's just different, you know? And so whenever I'm struggling about, I don't know, investing in things or finding, oh, why is, I suppose I don't really find prioritizing my health hard, but this can show up sometimes in other ways and in other means. Like sometimes for me, this comes up more with childcare. I feel so clearly of what my mission is and what my passion is. And I love the work that I do. But because, you know, around, I have all of this stuff historically, then, you know, having childcare and being and working can sometimes feel like uh, I get that sticky resistance where I really should just be able to do everything because this is my job and blah, blah, blah. blah. So, but if it does feel difficult, I hope this has really helped you and that your health is a radical revolution, it really is, and if it feels hard, there will be good reason, and it's not because you're like lacking in self-control, or you just are useless, or fail, and you're forever just going to feel fat and frumpy, no, it's probably because you're lacking compassion, you're lacking understanding, you're lacking specific data points, just to tell you what's going on, and when you have those things, that's when things really take off, and can really change, it's exciting, isn't it? Like when you think about the possibilities of what is possible for you in your body, how good could you feel in the next couple of months? How peaceful, how calm, how energized could you feel? Because there's actually so much possibility, but we have been told time and time and time and time and time and time again that no, it's not possible for you, no, it's not possible for you, no, I decide what you do, no, I have control of your body, no, I have control of your finances, no, these are the laws, you don't get to choose what happens to your body, no, you're just hysterical, no, we don't have data on that, sorry, we don't know what's going on, like all of these things is what we've been told, so it is a really radical thing to um, take ownership, and to really think about what is possible, because there's so much more possible than you realize, and you can feel so much better then you realize it doesn't necessarily mean everything in your life is going to get fixed and sorted in the next 24 hours. But I know you can make progress. I know that you can get to where you want to be. You probably just need to do something a bit radical. You need to be compassionate to yourself and probably need some support. This is kind of why I think most of us do need support in order to create radical change. Um, But I also get that it's really edgy to do so. And this, these are just some of the reasons of why. So I hope this has helped inspire you maybe ignited a little bit of like righteous rage that's okay I get that as well but hopefully just really motivate you to be really compassionate and kind to yourself to understand maybe how you've got to where you've gotten right now and how why you feel why it maybe just feels hard to do some of this stuff because changing your life and changing your feeding habits can feel really hard it can when you're on your own and you have no idea what you're doing and It just feels, can feel sticky and that's why I do the work that I do and why, if it feels right for you and if you're ready, I would love to work with you. I currently have my incredible November offer, my end of the year offer where if you sign up to work with me, number one, you will lock in my current pricing before my price goes up in 2024 and number two, you get a free place at my retreat in 2024 and the goal is that I run two hopefully in 2024, one in March, one in September, October, so I recommend you coming to the March one but... There is some flexibility there. So if you want to know more about that, keziahall.com forward slash book. keziahall.com forward slash book. (laughs) Anyway, thank you for being here. Sending you so much love and I will speak. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And if you haven't left me a review yet, please go to iTunes, scroll down, look at ratings and review and give me a five-star review and leave a few comments. That really helps the podcast to reach more people. And if you want to know more about anything I mentioned in the podcast, you can go to the show notes at keziahall.com forward slash blog. And I would love to hear from you if you have any other questions. And please share this podcast with anyone that you know that you find helpful. Screen share it, put it on Instagram, Facebook, put it in your WhatsApp groups. Screenshot it, share it with a friend. The more people that hear about this show, the merrier. Because more and more women need to know how good they get to feel. So thank you for being here and I will see you next week.